Hello everyone. Um, wait a second. Um, okay. Sabrina, how are you? I'm really well, thank you, sir. And then, um, today, um, you know, um, in Indonesia, now tonight, next in Indonesia, now is, um, let me check time, now is 8, 6 p.m. Oh. And then, and then today, uh, we have, um, uh, Kishore talking about, um, about the model Mother or Salmi kid, I think about the entrepreneur's kid, eh? Right? Sorry, pardon? Um, about entrepreneur kids. How to make entrepreneur kids. Yes. yes. And then uh, maybe uh, for the first, I can introduce yourself. Um, hello, everyone. Um, this is Miss Sabrina Ben Salmi BST. Um, sorry, can you hear me, Miss Sabrina? We have connection problem with Miss Sabrina. Okay, we can put again. Waiting with Sabrina. Sorry. Okay. Dropped off. So sorry. Uh, it's, it's connection problem, I think. Yes. Uh, maybe can can I, I introduce yourself for the first? Um, there, okay. Um, hello everyone, and then welcome to I think this is the first episode for the last talk live season. This is she is Miss Sabrina Ben Salmi, BST. Wow, uh, it's a really great person from UK. Wow, welcome, ma'am. Welcome, and then. And we're so happy uh, you become to um, Fadilah Talk live season now. And then, do you hear me, ma'am? Hello? I think uh, we have connection problem again, but, but it's okay. We can wait in, uh, Ms. Sabrina. Yes, connection problem, I think, yes. Yes. So sorry, it was really, really throwing me off. I've not had this before. Because it's a connection problem, right? Yeah, it seems to be. I don't know what's going on. Let's fingers crossed it will be okay. Okay, we will okay, okay, yeah. And then, okay, uh, hello everyone, welcome to Padilato Places and this is uh, Miss Sabina Ben Salmi, entrepreneur and then best author from UK, United Kingdom, and then part of model of I have wow, and then uh, a multiple award-winning author, publisher, publishing, public speaker, consultant, and presenter. And welcome, ma'am. A really great person. And then, um, can you say about something? How you can get the best prestigious, the best prestigious in your life, like your your get high active well. Can you say? Can you say something with our audience about your uh, latest tips? Yes. About sure. that? 
So thank you for having me firstly. So I think in life, it's always better to just go on a journey of self-discovery. I think sometimes when we want to put anything into the world, we want to create anything, be anything, do anything, we first have to get to know who we are, what our skill sets are, and what we enjoy being and doing, right? And I think if we can do that first, I think that's a far better journey. I think so much, so many of us go out into life roaming traveling the world looking for this one thing but the one thing you were looking for was right on your doorstep because it was you to find out who we are and what we enjoy doing and surround ourselves with those people every day of our lives as much as possible yes okay that's great and then um what do you think about the um entrepreneur young entrepreneur i think it is um young entrepreneur is very important for me and then what do you think about this Absolutely. So firstly, I think that children are so important. I, I really love the African proverb that it takes a village. And I think sometimes we exclude the younger members of the village. And I think that's so wrong. Children are bursting with ideas, creativity. And I think like in our household with my children, we don't really call it entrepreneurship. We call it creativity because it's our second nature to create. When it comes to children, children are problem solvers very naturally. And any entrepreneur would understand that entrepreneurs find a problem come up with a solution and they package it so what better people to activate than our children and i think sometimes us elders in the village we have to be conscious of what we're handing down to the next generation as an inheritance if we can teach them as young as possible they grow with an habitual action knowing key life skills knowing entrepreneurial skills rather than waiting until they're 30 40 and relearning things that they could have learned in their childhood it takes 10,000 hours to master something so why don't we start now okay exactly i'm agree with that because yeah, i know uh, uh before we we go to life we go to making the left season Um, I I just searching about you, about your 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 um book about your um business. Um, I get I get something. Um, um, how to future proof your child? Can can you can you tell about this book? Um, what what is it? What what is the book to talking about? How to future proof your child? Can you can you tell me about this? Absolutely, and thank you for taking your time to do some research. So my latest book is. The New Norm, How to Future-Proof Your Child. And in that book is a collective of people that I really respect highly from different walks of life. Um, the book came about because many parents were asking me, what's going to happen? What next? Here in the UK, I don't know what it's like where you are, but here in the UK, we missed our future. So I don't know what the equipment is there. So we had this influx of children secondary school into college and that was missed people that were trying to go from college to university and some people's lives were devastated to the extent that they never knew what else they can do with their life they were petrified parents were panicking children felt like their lives were over and i started to think what are the key skills that we can teach our children irrespective of what's happening in the world and some of those key pillars i think are integrity trust acts of service being able to pivot you know when you pour water from a glass from a jug into a glass it doesn't fight to maintain the shape 
of the, the jug, it takes the shape of the cup, it's adaptable. So the book really talks about how can we prepare our children by immersing them into various environments, connecting them with mentors, but more importantly, teaching them that there's only one thing guaranteed in life, and that's change. So how can we be more resilient and adaptable? So that's really what that book's really talking about and tips in there. And we, we, we cross the plane, it's different experts from around the world, and we've got a chapter dedicated to ADHD children. And I think people that have had disabilities during this period really suffered, but also change has happened, especially in education. We're highlighting the importance of having these children who were once silent in class, now they're at home. They've found their voice through Zoom classes, meeting classes, and they've started to vocalize more. So there's so much ebbs and flow in this pandemic period that has come out on the positive. So that's really what that book's about. Yes, yes, and uh, okay, it's really great, you know. Uh, okay, um, relate to your your speak about that. You know, um, we have um in this in this difficult situation, the pandemic situation. We talking about education. I know you. We have five kids, and uh, they become as the um, wonderful mother, wonderful mom, and then and I have five kids, and then. What do you think about the education in the pandemic situation? What 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 do you feel about difficult education in pandemic? What do you think about it? Yeah, so it's quite interesting. I think it's different for everyone depending on their circumstances. Um, one of the realities we have to realize is that in some places without school physical school there was nothing there was no schooling online there was nothing because some places don't have access to electricity computers and i think that was so sad and heartbreaking for me as a mother to feel that these children had to go home and they had no education whatsoever no formal education i just want to point that out because i'll come back to that point now it depends where you are in the world it changed so if you're in private school these people actually continued their schooling fine they got the predicted grades yes. Given their, their grades, they're set for life, they're okay. But one of the things that happened that was quite interesting is that a lot of kids were sent home. I felt for families that didn't have the support systems. Earlier I mentioned it takes a village. So you have parents that are working, find, having to pivot their business, having to pivot the jobs, having to do whatever they need to do just to put food on the table. But then they had the added factor of finding childcare while finding work. Now, that is a nightmare. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. So I feel that what, what was really prominent is that it really does take a village within your your life no matter where you're from do you have support systems are you able to ask are you yes. scared of asking because if you're raising children having to earn a living and you don't have support system that is really difficult so that impact alone that it has on the children is is really adverse because when the parents are stressed out so are the children right so it's i the reason i'm saying this is that i think us in communities, we need to take a collective responsibility to continue to gather together. I'm saying continue because I, I've seen communities do so many beautiful things, you know, going out with food and helping and supporting. And we need to continue to do that, not just in our local community where it's working, just expanding it where possible, because there are some people that are dying through poverty. And this is 2021. People should not be dying from poverty. We need to wake up. We need to support each other. You know, you know, we, we cannot live in a society 
just caring about what's on our doorstep. We have to expand and say, like, if someone dies on my watch through poverty, that's just an extra bowl of food, okay? It's for us to go out and understand that we have a duty of care to be stewards in this life, and we need to support each other more. And one of the things that I just want to highlight is when people talk about education, the reason I'm making a distinction between formal education and education is because life is a journey of market research. What we tend to do with it is up to us. We are students in the university of life. We have to embody the essence of lifelong learning. It doesn't stop here when you're 18 or 20. It's a continuum. So I always say to parents that I've always homeschooled my children from the time they were born. Yes, they went into formal infrastructure, but when they come home, I educate them about life. I empower them to understand that they are responsible for their learning. Yes, you go to school, but if school's saying to stop here and you've done the top set, what else is there? Go deeper. The first for knowledge is such a massive life skill. Reading, knowledge, and immersion are absolutely key in life. And we need to take collective and individual responsibility for that. Yeah, it's great. You know, yes, I agree with, with your, your um, talking about that. You know that um, every people um, always thinking about, oh, man, this is a difficult situation. Like a pandemic grew, you know. We have staff, we have staff. How, how, how can we make this? How, how we can make the next lab? I think, yeah, this is a, this is a problem. I think, yes, we can making, we can, we can always support each other about, about this uh, difficult time right now. I think, I think this is my opinion. What yeah. do you think about your opinion? Yeah, so my opinion is that every adversity brings about opportunity. So I think we will agree that we have not experienced anything like this in our lives. And what it means, we're standing on the precipice of immense opportunity because there are an array of problems. So it means that we can now stand together side by side in solidarity to come up with a host of solutions. And the exciting thing is now that we have all these young entrepreneurs that we call around the world that have powerful messages. If we listen to children, they say to us, why do adults do this? Why would you damage the environment that is the very essence of our, that supports our life? You know, without it, what do we have? Um, one of my children in particular, he's Paolo, and he's 12 years old, just turned 12. And he has planted 10,000 trees out in Tanzania. And these are 10,000 yes. trees. So they create jobs. They add to the permaculture. And to be honest, that didn't come from me. And, and this is what I'm saying, the potency to parents is that if we listen to the voices of our children, they will navigate us in such a beautiful way. My youngest son is Amir, he's eight years old. He has got um, an affirmation book series. Yasmin's 13, she has a book series. It's all about self-love and healing. And I have my son who's, he's just turned, he's 16 and he talks about financial education. And then I have my daughter wow. who's 20 and she talks about culture integration and how we can learn so much from culture exchange. So. I feel that as much as there's tears and there is serious adverse issues, but the children and us collectively, we house the, the, the solutions to these problems. And the one thing we need to do is start talking. Hi, yeah. this is 
problem here. This is my idea about it. Can you help me immobilize it? So I think it's about us becoming very vocal. Let's not fear about the, you know, we often have fear of rejection, fear of we don't know what to do or where to start. If you have an idea, find out exactly what problem are you solving? Come up with the solution to that problem. And if you lack a team or finances, that's all you need to seek out. You start sharing on social media. This lovely young man reached out to me and said he would love to interview. We have people that are helping to spread the message. And you just say, look, here's the thing. I'm looking for finances. I'm looking for a team. You don't have to be the expert in every aspect of your business. If you happen to be the visionary, do that and find other people that can add, you know, I don't know, social media, interviewing skills, book writing skills. But it's about us realizing that we are one intricate piece to the puzzle and when we all come together that's when we build the bigger picture wow that's great yes i agree with that um you know that talking about um problem for me if we have problem we have solution yes that's it that's simple if you have problem you have solution god give you solution i believe that oh totally i agree with that i love that I really yes. Okay, maybe um, is this the last? I think the last. Um, uh, not the last question. I think the last. Uh, do you have message to young entrepreneur or to young men about life? Yeah, I know you. You are. I know you. You are coaching life too. <laughs> you are coaching life. <laughs> do you have any message for that? Yes, absolutely. Um, one of the biggest things that comes up when I'm coaching clients or speaking on stage is that if I'm speaking to Jack, for instance, and Jack is a powerhouse, he's a superhero, he's a community hero. I always ask Jack, who is the Jack for you in your life? You see, it's all very well being an entrepreneur and being on the front line and having these solutions. But one of the key things I think that all entrepreneurs deserve to give themselves permission for is to have someone to lean on from some to time. We always need someone just to hold our hand and say, it's okay, keep going, I believe in you. And I think sometimes we're very much givers But if we look at nature, nature is in such balance. You know, it gives to us in such abundance. And I feel that entrepreneurs need to grant themselves permission to number one, be the true essence and potency of who they truly are. Don't worry about the world. The world will learn when you start to reveal yourself. Often we ask people to meet us in places we're not even there yet. It's just a facade of who we are. And when I say a facade, I don't mean it's fake. I, I see so many people that are only sharing at 1% of their potential and there is so much beauty inside of them. But because of the way everything's set up, we're often told oh, you shouldn't celebrate yourself. You shouldn't share that. It's, you know, you're, you're just being too egotistical. I think as entrepreneurs, we need to learn to become our own best friend, cheer ourselves on the way others would celebrate ourselves, you know, commend ourselves when we've had to get up when we really were tired and worn out and burnt out entrepreneurs are beautiful people but i really urge everyone if you know an entrepreneur reach out and ensure they're okay i mean really okay you know really check in because these people that have solutions to these problems help them to help you so that's really my message to entrepreneurs wow it's great yes by the way um i know you are a great mom 
great mom for five kids you know and now um, your your kids um, become to young entrepreneur too and then yes um i know um another another mom can can make this um from you like like you you know and then um can you do you have message do you have message uh, i mean to um all mom around the world yeah oh my god yeah that's so that's quite yeah that's really touching you know as soon as you asked that question you got such amazing questions thank you so that question really gave me a flashback to when i started it was incredibly hard um i think going back in 2011 i would have been a mother of four young kids and to be honest i had no time i was a dead woman walking in many respects i had serious health challenges and and the reason why i'm taking it back there's no point me speaking to a mother from where i am because i won't connect and i did not have the infrastructure to support all of my aspirations i did something that my daughter my daughter has created for me she said mom why don't you come up with a challenge for mums and it's called 15 for me the the only respite i had is when I would be washing dishes and looking out the window and I would use that time for affirmations and gratitude. So no matter where you are, if you're a mother and you're listening to this, it will be okay. Honestly, at the time, I didn't know it would be okay. I actually never knew it would I would get to that point because I was given quite a bleak diagnosis, a prognosis for my health issues. So in actual fact, I was preparing to die and leave my children behind. and i was petrified because i didn't have a lot of wealth to hand to them and i was so scared about what might happen to them and i used to ask people that were wealthy what can i give my kids what can i give like i feel so bad i don't have the the millions i would love to give them to ensure they're okay and they said you know what i'm a millionaire and i don't want to give them money so the best gift you can give your child is love the other thing is books teach them to fall in love with books and teaching them not giving them a fish but teaching them how to fish and that was so profound for me and we don't have a lot of biological family so it was just my mum Yes. that was there but not really on the same page as me and that really touched my heart because it became my life quest i said god allow me to do what i can until my last child is 18 i don't want them to go into care if anything happens to me so i would say to mums grab what you can from where you are because everybody has a different situation for them some people do have support some people do not and 5 minutes is is like impossible the baby might be crying something might be going you're on school run i remember running to school i've got a buggy a double buggy and two kids either side i remember having one kid on a piggy bank and the buggy broke and i had to put the other one in the carrier and things happen but just grab those incremental moments one of the things that's so important in life is consistency small steps in the right direction will yield you the results okay i'm so glad and i i appreciate and honor the woman i was then in order to become who i am today because i never felt that i would make it to the next day let alone years down the line so mothers stop judging yourself stop comparing yourself um you don't have to be like any other mother we just need you to step up and be that unique piece there is no cookie cutter perfectionism one of the things is just let yourself breathe like go ahead and just take a deep breath and realize wow like my shoulders were tense i wasn't breathing so well taking deep breaths starting small 
reconnect, appreciate, and love yourself? When was the last time you just allowed yourself to be you? As women, we are everything to everyone. But the question is, who are you to yourself? It was 2011 when I started to reinsert myself back into my life. I said to my children, I'm so sorry. My imperfection is my perfection and I'm willing to learn. Help me. <laughs> like, how's this relationship going? But I think sometimes mums have so much guilt. We have so much pressure. Society puts so much pressure on us. If our children are crying, you're a bad mum. If your children are happy all the time, you're a good mum. And I was like, mm -mm, just stop stop my children do not need to seek their happiness through me i said to my children i will be there to hold their hands physically and spiritually i, I believe that love the love of a mother transcends life itself okay but please do not destroy your mother or destroy yourself as a mother by thinking you have to be the solution to every problem for your child i used to think i had to protect my children from the world and a friend of mine said no actually you just have to cuddle them and hold them when they fall and wipe away their tears. So sometimes we just need to release ourselves from all of the guilt so we can go through life lighter and the rest will come organically. Trust the process, please. Okay. I think um, I get this um, message, you know, um, to all people like, um, like women, like mom, there are many people. Please don't compare yourself. Just be in yourself. That's it. Yes. Okay. okay. I know uh, you, you, you get a lot um achievement. I just want to say, um, how how you can make a positive impact get to our people? I know you 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 get uh, you get a uh, achievement now. I know that. And then what next? How we can make next? <laughs> Oh, wow. So myself and my family, we're committed to just surrender into the process and the organic unfoldment. So we choose to look at life as a playground. And like any child, when they go into the playground, they play on the swings, they want to play with their friends. Um, we're creating a host of platforms, writing books. But a lot of what's coming to us is things that we don't even understand, things that we never knew existed, okay? We're, we're choosing what to say yes to, what to say no to. So if, if people want to follow me on Instagram or social media, watch this space. We're creating things that have to do with us reconnecting to ourselves, our family, and community. That's the three-step process that we really focus on. And out of that array, we'll be creating a multitude of courses, um, programs, you know, one-to-one -one session, retreats. And I'm really just excited. Sometimes we think what we think we're capable of is not even 1% of what we're really capable of. Sometimes that what we think we're creating is not even a cornerstone of what we're creating. There's so much more. So sometimes it's so hard to answer that question because there's so much going on. There's five different kids. So they all sprout into different branches and each branch has its own branch. It's like nature, right? It's abundant in all areas. But one of the things I want to close on is that happiness is key. I think sometimes we want to be more, do more, expand more, but happiness is absolutely key and if we can have that as the primary essence and if you speak to kids they will tell you this they're like what do you want to be when you grow up i want to be happy like <laughs> if i can just be happy everything else will come right <laughs> so if 
we can be fully happy inside. You know, in the eye of the storm, they say it's peaceful. I thought that was a really powerful scientific fact. So you have all this whirlwind on the outside, but in the eye of the storm, it's peaceful. So I really challenge mm -hmm. you, if you're listening to this, how can you create peace in the eye of your storm? Okay, we all have our own level of adversity. We don't need to compare. But how can we really create congruent peace in the eye of the storm? And that's really what we're working on to answer your question. Yes, that's great. And then, yes. Um, for the next, I know you have family and children. Yeah, we do. <laughs> can, can, can you say it? Can you say it about family and children? <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Come on, please. <laughs> um, wow yeah so oh god you're gonna make me cry <laughs> so <laughs> our family anthem is so deeply con resonant with us as a family because it was designed at a very dark time in our lives and um people will recognize it when i start to say it so it's it was inspired by sister act so it goes like this we believe that there's no such thing as failure okay only feedback and we be believe we also believe that the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step in the right direction because people keep saying a single step now if you're on the edge of a cliff <laughs> you want to take the right direction right <laughs> so so that's the, the 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 mantra but the rest of it goes if you wanna be somebody if you wanna somewhere you better wake up and pay attention I'm ready to wow. I'm ready to go somewhere. I'm ready to wake up and pay attention. And I believe that every family should have something that unites them. Sometimes my kids will come home from school and they said, Oh mom, I was singing it at one o'clock and I go, Oh my god, I was doing the same. And it's the most beautiful thing that connects us. Okay, families that play together and connect together stay together. Life isn't always easy, but it can be beautiful if we choose to carve out those essence of positivity. And the last part of that anthem was actually created when my son came out of an acute asthma attack mm -hmm. coming home and he would put his hands on his chest and he would say mommy like he couldn't breathe very well and he would say mom don't worry I'm strong and every mother will understand what I mean is that when you give birth the first thing we ask the doctor is are they okay and the strength that kids have is something I can't put into words because I've had to watch my child on death's doors more times than any parent should have to. So I'm really saying to you mums, keep going. I honor and salute you fathers that do a great job and not celebrated enough. And kids, keep supporting your mum and dad. They'll eventually listen. <laughs> They will <laughs> wake up and listen to you. I thank God that my kids never gave up on me and they listened to, they kept on telling me And I, I finally listened and said, oh, wow, you were right. <laughs> so let's do it together as a family. You all have an invested interest to support each other. So please keep working together as a family. And the rest of life will be beautiful if you choose to collectively. Yes. Why you said, Miss Salma? Oh, no, Why it's, you said, Miss it's tears of joy. Because I know, I know. Um, um, your doctor is so um, proud to have mom like you. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. And, yes, I know your set is the your your um happy set because yeah, uh, you you know 
you, right. you see your doctor is, is such as young such as yeah we just want our children to be free and to be happy that's what every parent wants okay uh maybe we can making you're happy now <laughs> we have we have games you know after we have games okay you you can answer this uh patient repeatedly okay okay we can we can start now <laughs> your friend okay we can start now okay Ang iyang <laughs> your favorite movie. Oh, that was a special young man. Your favorite movie. My favorite movie. Oh God, I've got so many. Oh, I actually don't know. And um, we watched Genius. It's not really a movie. It's a TV series that my kids put on. It's a story about Einstein. So I love intelligence. It was really cool. Wow, that's great. And then. Um, um for especially do 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 um do you like romantic um movie or action movie I like, I like all movies I just stay away from thrillers <laughs> I cannot cope with horror movies <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay okay next your favorite song My favorite song Oh we were singing me and my kids were doing karaoke yesterday and it's called I Smile by Kurt Franklin it was really nice Wow Franklin yes please <laughs> can you sing this <laughs> I, I'm not very good so I smile so I'm please even though it's that when I smile they're going to kill me that, that's not the words <laughs> but basically Come on. this um, is this is this is games this is games to you <laughs> I, I give I give I give you challenge I give you challenge <laughs> Oh thank you for beautiful soul you really are thank you so much <laughs> Yeah Okay next um um what what about detail uh, you can make you angry like like uh what is your make you angry What makes me upset um, Upset yes I, I do not like people who prey on kind people i don't like people who take advantage just because someone's kind i don't like people that enjoy bullying people that they seem to choose to say that they're weak i i i don't like i don't like people preying on people just because they know they'll get away with it i think that's awful yes yes and uh, yes i agree with that and then yes maybe um okay Maybe it can uh, do 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 you have one question to me or do you like to yeah, say something? Absolutely. Yeah, I would love to know what inspired you to set up this platform and what is your why? What what is your purpose in life? My purpose in life is very simple. My purpose is I want to make a positive impact to around the world. Oh. If people are happy, I'm happy. Because oh. you know that. I want to making a best things to people. Uh, I know I want to making peace. I want to making um like um so yes, kind of positive impact to the world. Just yeah. simple. But we can do it. We can do together. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> and and what's what what's your dream what like what would be something that would be really beautiful to either experience or have 
just for you, because you're serving again, you're serving so many. What, what, what would be it for you? What? Can you repeat again? What would, what, would, what would be something that would make you happy? What would be something that you would like for you? Like not so much that can help other people, just something for you. What help could you have? Um, what would make you yes. really happy? Yes. What, what, what um, make I'm happy? I'm happy because um, if I'm making something and the people know about I'm making and people are happy. And then yes, that's, that's why I make um, the making me happy. Aww. I'm happy about that. Beautiful. I love, I love, I love my patient. I love, I love uh, my work because my hobby is my work. That's it. <laughs> that's lovely. That's, <laughs> yes, this is very important. If, if you love your work, you can do anything. Yes, I agree. Your, your day is very beautiful. Please, love, love your work. And after that, your day is very beautiful. I agree. Enjoy your life. I love that. I really love that. Thank you so much for having me. I really am really grateful. And I look forward to getting to know you more as time goes by. Yes. I think I, I just want to say a big thanks to you, Miss Sabrina Ben Salmi, because I know you, are, you have many times of very busy, you know, but I contact you. Uh, I contact you, please, uh, Miss Abner. Do, do you have time to come to my podcast? And then, yeah, <laughs> and then you say yes. I agree with that. But yes, we can make we can make in the next. And then yes, um, talking about this conversation, uh, we we I think our audience gets a lot uh things about this conversation because this is very important conversation. We're talking about the how to how to uh become to uh. Beautiful, uh, not beautiful. How to become to uh, important people? How to making people um, happy? And then this, many things, many things. I yeah. think that. I just want to say thank you so much, uh, Miss Sabrina, and then we so proud to you. Thank so you. Proud to you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day and thank have a lovely evening and take care of yourself. Okay, take care of yourself. Thank you, everyone, and then Bye. see you in the Talk podcast again. Bye. Thank you. Bye.